Welcome to this week's edition of Flashback Friday, your opportunity to get some good review by listening to episodes from the past that Jason has handpicked to help you today in the present and propel you into the future. Enjoy. Welcome to the Creating Wealth Show with Jason Hartman. You're about to learn a new slant on investing, some exciting techniques, and fresh new approaches to the world's most historically proven asset class that will enable you to create more wealth and freedom than you ever thought possible. Jason is a genuine, self-made multimillionaire who's actually been there and done it. He's a successful investor, lender, developer, and entrepreneur who's owned properties in 11 states, had hundreds of of tenants and been involved in thousands of real estate transactions. This program will help you follow in Jason's footsteps on the road to your financial independence day. You really can do it. And now, here's your host, Jason Hartman, with the complete solution for real estate investors. It's my pleasure to welcome Dr. Ron Paul to the show. My pleasure to welcome Bill Whittle to the show. It's my great pleasure to welcome Brian Tracy. It's my pleasure to welcome Amity Schlaes to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Cliff Ravenscraft to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Chris Mayer back to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Craig R. Smith to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Senator Byron Dorgan to the show. Hey, it's my pleasure to welcome back a great guest. We had him on the show a while ago, and it's Mr. Dan Millman. It is my great pleasure to have Dr. Dennis Waitley on the show with us today. It's my pleasure to welcome a returning guest back to the show. It is Mr. Doug Casey. It's my pleasure to welcome Eve Wright to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Frank McKinney to the show. My pleasure to welcome Dr. Gary Chapman to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Doug Conant to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome a returning guest, and that is Mr. George Gilder. My pleasure to welcome Greg Pallas to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Jim Rogers. My pleasure to welcome John Gray to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome John Lawrence Allen to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome John Lee Dumas to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome John Malden to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome John McAfee to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Jonathan Bender to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Dr. Kelly McGonagall to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Matthew Hork to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Melissa Francis to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Kevin Armstrong to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Meredith Whitney to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Nick Bilton to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Pat Buchanan to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Patrick Byrne to the show. It's my pleasure to introduce Noah Kagan. It's my pleasure to welcome Noam Chomsky to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Peter Schaller to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Rich Carlgard to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Robert Kiyosaki back to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Stephen Kotler to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome T. Harv Ecker to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Congressman Todd Aiken to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Vitaly Katzenelson to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Zach Bissonette to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Ray Boris to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Poe Bronson to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome Robert Green to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome a name that you are all very familiar with, and it is Mr. Steve Ford. It's my pleasure to welcome Tom Kreitler to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome back a returning guest, and that is Danielle DiMartino Booth. It's my pleasure to welcome John Burns back to the show. It's my pleasure to welcome an old friend of mine, and that is Mr. Jeff Myers. It's my pleasure to welcome back a returning guest, and that is my friend Ken McElroy. It's my pleasure to welcome back a returning guest. That's Dr. Lawrence Cutler. It's my pleasure to welcome a uh, long-time returning guest back to the show. That is Mr. Harry Dent. Welcome to the Creating Wealth Show, episode 1001. Yes, 1001. We made it. We had episode 1000 with Colby Calais on Monday. And by the way, listeners, thank you for all of the kind emails and Voxer messages and uh, 
web form entries to our website <laughs> and uh, all of the comments congratulating us on episode 1000. We really appreciate that. And I absolutely love doing this and we will keep it coming. We will keep all the great content coming for you until we get to episode 2000 and 3000 and onward and upward to infinity and beyond, as Buzz Lightyear would say. So today we are going to give you a Reader's Digest, well, not a, but many Reader's Digest client case studies. Yes, you've heard us do many client case studies over the years. Well, what we did is we just pulled out a few comments from several of them, not all of them by any means. And if we weren't able to squeeze yours in, time permitting here, please forgive us. We had you on the show before, and we'll get you back in the future, I'm sure. Uh, And we so much appreciate learning from our listeners, our investors, our clients who share their experiences with all of you on the show. That's really nice of you to do so. And if you haven't done so yet, here is your invitation. Please, we'd love to have you on the show, have you share your experiences, your best practices, your tips, your tools, your apps, your software that you like to use as a real estate investor and a better informed investor of any kind and someone who is going to beat the financial system scam. Yes, Wall Street, the modern version of organized crime. We do much better than that here as direct investors in the most historically proven asset class ever income property. So hey, today uh, we'll do our kind of mini and uh, our big variety of client case studies here in just a moment. I am uh, in Fort Lauderdale today and on my way tomorrow to Philadelphia. I know I'm going to be seeing several of you in Philadelphia at our Creating Wealth seminar. So I'm looking forward to that. And then I'm staying back east in uh, New York for the rest of the week. And we'll be seeing all of you Venture Alliance members and many guests. This is one of our biggest Venture Alliance Mastermind meeting so far in New York City on Memorial Day weekend. So I look forward to seeing you there. And next week, I think we'll air this on Monday. I have got a really good guest coming up. I recorded this episode last week, and it was fascinating. You're going to love it. And then, of course, Friday, we've got our Flashback Friday as well. So uh, we are onward and upward episodes 1,002, 1,003, and on from there. Boy, that's a, that's a lot of episodes. Uh, and again, thank you so much for all of the congratulations, voxers, and email messages, and so forth. I really appreciate it. That's very nice of you. Let's just hear a bunch of uh, clips from various client case studies that we've done over the last 13 years on the show. And here they are. Thanks for your support, Jason. I appreciate yours and Carrie's support and your whole network. It's really been very beneficial to me and, and a whole lot of others. I encourage everyone to use your resources that you have. But thank, thanks, Jason. Those who have understood that the paradigm has changed and that perhaps we need to do something that's counterintuitive, like being in debt, which obviously we have all been taught is a horrible thing. You know, maybe it's those few early people who understand that and, and, and who witness that. So perhaps the people who are more sensitive to risk or more risk averse or I don't know, the perfectionists, but the canary in the coal mine, if you want. And um, and this is perhaps uh, what you are and what you have been. I am surprised, Jason, right now that basically what we are saying is not yet more mainstream. I'm not saying that this should be or that 
that this should already be what everybody's thinking that but that so few people are thinking that or at least that so few people are vocal about it so perhaps it's just a well-kept secret and <laughs> those who know it don't want to talk about it but i'm very surprised because this is so much against the mainstream of what you're reading in the paper I first started reading uh, the Rich Dad books, uh, and uh, that led me to looking at different uh, motivational speakers, and I stumbled on uh, Jason's podcast about seven years ago, and then uh, from then I was hooked, and after listening to him, and I really got sold on his philosophy on, on how he uh, looks at the market and, and real estate in general, and I wanted to jump in seven years ago, but I decided to open up a, a few businesses that uh, they went pretty well, but you know, I live in New York, so there's a lot of expenses over there, so those went not as uh, according to plan. So now I, I, I save my money up again and, and, and I'm here. Working with the local market specialists went really well. I uh, feel like I, I was able to get the type of property that I wanted and was happy with, with the price and the rehab job and the tenants have gone well. Trying to sell a house in 2010 and I just got a little frustrated with the potential buyers I was meeting and so I decided just to turn it into a rental. I currently own five properties. The one that I did originally live in, I own three in, in Little Rock as well as one in Mississippi. I am in those markets because I was super impressed with the turnkey operators that I met and super impressed with the uh, renovations that they did, the proper the management that they had. And basically it was one-stop shopping and everything was in place when I, basically I showed up with my money. I kept on investing in real estate because I realized it was just an awesome way to build my wealth. Um, not a lot of effort on my part, basically once again show up with the money and see my money make money for me. I found Jason through my friend Elizabeth and been super impressed, love his passion, love his enthusiasm and not to mention seems extremely knowledgeable. I always have had an interest in investing in general and educating myself about different types of investing and I've always kind of come back to real estate in general because of all the things that we we discuss on your podcast all the time. I've read uh, you know a lot of real estate books and I think a lot of people probably talk about that rich dad poor dad book which opened up uh, some some new thoughts in my head especially the uh, actually the 1031 exchange they mentioned in that book and uh, my medical partner is the one that actually turned me on to your network because he uh, he had invested with you and uh, that's how I came specifically to, uh, to your podcast. I spent a lot of time educating myself before diving in. The method that I had started my investing with you was, was through this 1031 exchange. I started investing in real estate to um, supplement our retirement for the cash flow process. I currently own 10 properties and an additional 10 with my husband, so 20 total. We found the Creating Wealth show Jason's Hartman, my husband going on the internet and looking around for something like this. Well, I've always wanted to do real estate. I just didn't want to deal with tenants and all the phone calls, so I just never got into it. And then when the market really went down in 2008, that's when I started listening to a radio and I heard you on the radio. And uh, that's when I decided to do it because I, your method works with where I don't have to deal with tenants and uh, issues that, that come up, even though I do deal with it, it's not the same. Just about mid-2011, I was I was leaving command. I'd just taken over a position, a great job at the Naval Academy, a two-year position there. And I had a lot more free time than I did on my submarine, as you can imagine. And I was searching for uh, a way to, to shift active income into passive. You know, I'd, I'd read Robert Kiyosaki's books over the years. I really just, I mean, they just spoke to me. 
uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad and, and most of the others, you know, his prophecy, it all just made a lot of sense to me. So I was looking for, you know, following his model of, of shifting into to, you know, passive cash flow income. And I'm a mechanical engineer and the thing that made most sense to me, you know, not buying the coin laundry machine, although I think that that facility may be a great idea too. But for me, it was about real estate and, and buildings. And um, so I was looking into that. You happen to have a great podcast and I, I started listening in the teens, I think it was, and I've certainly listened to all of them. And I just have kind of become a junkie of that. I, you know, so I got my first property in the end of 2011 uh, in St. Louis. I bought a few more there. Um, I'm up to eight and my wife, Susan, is today. In fact, we'll, we'll get her first three and we'll, she'll be at six by the uh, end of this month. And hopefully if, if all goes well, we'll have Susan topped out and then we'll go back and start focusing on Gary again. The reason I invest in real estate is because I was previously doing a, a 401k and putting my money there and doing other you know traditional retirement plans that just doesn't work didn't work for us for 10 15 years that we were doing it and was looking for something different so i was doing a lot of research and listened to a lot of podcasts and found real estate as being a much better avenue for creating wealth and creating cash flow our first investment property actually happened by accident because of uh, not being able to sell a previously owned house that we had and moving out of that that area so I mean, it turned out to be a really good thing for us. So after that, that made me really interested. Um, the first intentional investment property that we purchased was in uh, Florida. I found the Korean Wealth Show and Jason by him being a guest on another podcast that I had been listening to that was about creating passive income. And he, he was a guest on that show and I was impressed with uh, his, his knowledge. So um, from there, I made my way to his podcast. Right now, we have a total of 10 properties. We decided to go all in. I mean, we've been doing... 401k and other traditional retirement plans and, and, and investments that uh, most people are comfortable with, with really terrible results for lots of years. So I was okay. So we actually liquidated everything we had in our 401ks, paid the penalty on all of that, and are doing much, much better with real estate and very happy about it. But uh, um, I think it just comes down to being comfortable with the education. So I felt like we, we, there's plenty of information out there about real estate. There's lots of people with great track records. And so I think if you follow a path of success, that it's a lot easier to replicate and duplicate. So I felt like I was following other people's paths of success, so I felt comfortable. I started researching on uh, real estate investing about three or four years ago. Two years ago, I was lucky enough to stumble upon the podcast uh, when I was doing a search. I listened to you for probably three or four months, but I was hooked after the first episode. Just everything from the real estate information, politics, the philosophy, the economics. And after about three or four months, I decided, you know, I'm going to put my information in and see what Platinum comes back with. Mm -hmm. So I plugged my information in on the website. Oliver contacted me a couple of days later. And by the way, he has been a tremendous resource for me, just pointing me in the right direction, especially as somebody with no prior experience to real estate investing. But he definitely uh, pointed me in the right direction, helped to educate me and helped to show me different sources of information where I can better myself as a real estate investor. One thing that happens when you don't have a real estate background and you instantly buy a you know, very expensive portfolio of real estate, realize you don't know anything about this field and you have to learn. So I didn't really have friends in the real estate field, so I was looking for resources and uh, podcast was really something that I could do on my own schedule and get information about the real estate market without having to know any individuals or pay for classwork or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Just really convenient. 
as soon as we bought this portfolio, I started listening to your podcast in 2009, and we were sold on the idea. We really liked the idea of turnkey single family, especially as a way to grow our portfolio as time went on. Mm -hmm. And so in um, 2012, we bought our first property in Memphis mm -hmm. through your group. Now, Kelly was not uh, as excited as I was at the time uh, about it, so I had to convince her. So I had to invest with my own money. So I actually used my IRA mm -hmm. and purchased a single family home in my IRA. Mm -hmm. And it's worked out great. I've been investment for about two years. I have six investment properties, uh, one in Kansas City, three in Memphis, and two in Little Rock. Oh, I started in university because I listened to Jason's podcast. That's it. It makes sense to me, so I make a very quick decision. I think maybe in one month, I decided to attend the Meetmasters event back to Sun 16. And then, yeah, I start to buy properties since then. Before that, I'm trying to do some study on stocks. But that makes sense to me, so I hold a lot of cash. I didn't deploy to the stock market. So finally, I get the Jason's podcast. Everything he said makes sense to me, and I have a lot of agreement with his opinion. So I decided to come to the event, meet the masters, and then I decided to make the investment. I think the first thing is real. You can have a real good return. It's not a scam. But if you should be careful. What I recommend is join a network like Jason's network and get some education and then start to buy the properties. Don't wait too long. You know, the markets we're buying in are robust markets. Yeah. The population is stable and growing, mm -hmm. and the values are stable and growing. It's not like we're just buying residential anywhere. Mm -hmm. We're buying in good markets. What I've learned is, is you like to mention, be area agnostic is one of your commandments, and that I love that. I like to look at this as also be, when it comes to real estate investing, be age agnostic. Who cares what age you are? You can start doing this at 19, like you did. You could start doing this in your 20s. You can start doing it in your 50s. I started in my 50s. So I got in, um, interested in real estate investing. You know, I'm, I'm actually, um, my background's in finance, and I, uh, so I have a pretty strong background, but more so in what's been traditional investing. And it's funny that we've been touting diversification for so long, and it's been like that mix of stocks and bonds. And I really felt like after all this time preaching to others that, you know, this should work for them, it wasn't even working for myself and thought that I really need to venture out. And, you know, real estate investing just, it, it definitely interested me. It wasn't something that I struggle with. It was, you know, something that... I don't know, I got excited about right away, it made sense to me, um, and so it's more so of creating that team and you know, knowing how to go about it was my biggest challenge in figuring out. Because with um, traditional investing, you can figure out an ETF or a mutual fund, you do online research. This took a lot more effort, and um, I know that I can't do it solo. I need to, to come up with a, a good team and a good approach. So I found Jason, um, I was listening to not his podcast, but one that he spoke on. 
And um, it was just at that time, it was just trying to learn. I'm like, well, you sounded pretty smart, so I'm going to listen to his podcast. So, you know, I actually listened to his podcast well over a year. And then I would say, you know, I don't know, it was more so just thinking... I don't know, it just seemed like it was interesting, not necessarily something that would be right for me. And then all of a sudden, everything clicked and it was right for me to take the steps and really figure out what Jason's all about and, and the more of the program and to see if it worked for me. I started um, listening to the podcast, did that you know, for probably a couple of years before I connected with your investment counselor, Sarah. She did a great job of kind of holding my hand through the process. I probably one of the the more needy uh, clients she worked with, but ended up buying my first property in 2011 in Atlanta and then waited a couple, a few more years until my next one, but uh, 2014 purchased in Memphis. And so that's kind of where I am at this point. I've been following Jason's company ever since 2007. I went through a seminar in his uh, Newport Beach uh, office by Fashion Island. And I've been listening to his, all his podcasts since then. Always wanted to buy some more, but a couple years ago, we went on the property tour in Cincinnati, and it was great. We loved Missy and her team, and we actually sold our Texas property and did a 1031 exchange with two of Missy's properties in uh, Hamilton, Ohio, and, it was, and they've been working out great for us ever since. And uh, this just in 2017, yeah, last year, we uh, sold our home in Chino Hills that we lived in for 25 years, raised our family and all that. And uh, we're taking all our proceeds and we're going all in on rental properties. And the funny thing is, we're kind of following Jason's lesson to the T and it's working out great for us. We're not gonna buy again in California. We're renting actually in Newport Beach, California. I got into real estate investing because uh, I've been a student of the stock market for years and years and it just doesn't seem to make sense to me anymore. Besides what Jason says, it just it just seems like the guys at the top make sure that they win and you don't win, which, you know, it's just, I feel the same way, even before Jason said that. And the fundamentals don't seem to make sense to me, but there are fundamentals in real estate and income property investing that aren't going to be able to be changed by high-frequency investors or anything like that. It's the, the fundamentals are there, and they're going to stay there. I'm fine with income properties, you know, the slow and steady approach. I basically uh, found uh, Creating Wealth uh, podcast by searching uh, iTunes and immediately I resonated with your message, you know, the great return on investment, significant, re significant reduction in taxes, uh, steady income that could eventually replace my corporate job income. Um, also, what I found very powerful is along with that message, I was impressed by the high caliber of your guests. And I remember listening to economists, investors, lawyers, authors, uh, basically people who could present their expertise and allow me to judge their response uh, against your message. So as an example, when you talk about inflation, your, your, your uh, ideas about inflation going up over the next few years, I could vet that message against your guests and, and be sure that what you were saying made sense. And that was very powerful to me. If you're that kind of person and you've got the capital and you're a great negotiator, you've got great people skills, you, you could probably be a successful flipper, but it, it's like a job, right? If you're not flipping, you're not making money. And that's why I prefer income property because you just make money every month. 
Well, I like real estate just because uh, I, I like the benefit of being able to uh, have a mortgage pay off real estate over time so that when I retire, I have something. I like the fact that it's boring. I want to be able to be uh, entertained and travel and do a lot of things in my retirement, and that boring investment of real estate allows me to do that. Well, it was never our goal to be full-time owners of shopping centers. It's just an opportunity that was too good to say no to that we decided to take on. Really what we want to do is just have a nice life and not work too hard. And these particular shopping centers took a lot of effort to run. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason for that is they were in parts of town where it's hard to hire professionals to come and do the management for us. Mm -hmm. And so we had to do our own property management. And so part of the reason that we're selling the shopping centers and exchanging them for single family homes is that we'll be able to get property management with these portfolios of homes mm -hmm. so that we don't have to do so much work ourselves. I think when you combine the concepts of this inventory shortage, the fact that there's still a runway, and the fact that you can't use a standard tool to really figure out <laughs> what the heck of the price of the value of a house is, I mean, it's really good that you've got those investment counselors that can kind of uh, help you navigate the waters because as much as we'd like to just automate everything, it really does take knowledge experience and an overlapping of, you know, some, some helping hands, if you will, to, to make sure that you're investing in the right way. From the initial market um, recommendation from yourselves and the choosing of the property right through to the leasing process with the property manager, everyone has been just totally professional and the communication is excellent, especially with being such a, a long distance away. Communication has been just fantastic. And even after leasing the property, Platinum Properties has kept in contact to check everything's okay. The people that I've been introduced to from Sarah, the people in the markets, to the financing people, property managers, and your local real estate experts, they've been just more than helpful. I mean, seriously. And that's why I'm back for more. I'll be buying more properties this month. And as you point out, it's a little bit of, of work up front, really. Yeah. The work's up front. And later on, as with my other properties, it's really not too bad. And the returns are just outstanding. The downside, it's not that significant. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a, just a wonderful program. You're doing a great service for people. So Good. I would just like to add that. My goal is maybe get into real estate also to help my friends do what I've been able to do. Because a lot of them are asking me about it. You know, so, and, and spend more time with my family. And hopefully grandkids. My daughter's married three years now, so maybe in the near future we'll have grandkids to take care of. 2012 is when we did our first purchase. I think 2011 is when we started, uh, you know, attending meetings. Probably 2010 is when I started listening to podcasts. My husband was a little ahead of me, so he was probably, you know, uh, late 2009, early 2010. And, you know, we've just obsessively listened to, I think you were on episode 300 at that time, though. <laughs> I do very much credit you with uh, getting me involved in real estate investing. I had tried to do a flip originally that went sideways, and I ended up having a um, a condo that I had rented out after the after a bad flip. And I realized that being a landlord wasn't all that tough. And eventually, I found uh, you on the web, and that really got me into real estate investing. So thank you for that.
Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. Be sure to check out the show's specific website and our general website, HartmanMedia.com, for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Remember that guest opinions are their own, and if you require specific legal or tax advice or advice in any other specialized area, please consult an appropriate professional. And we also very much appreciate you reviewing the show. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio or whatever platform you're using and write a review for the show. We would very much appreciate that. And be sure to make it official and subscribe so you do not miss any episodes. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you.